right, welcome to Um That Just Happened, a very special Robin Williams, uh, mostly Robin Williams edition. I'm Rodney Sinio. I'm Adam Flores. I'm Norman Perez. <laughs> very special guest, Norman Perez, new to the Um That Just Happened community. Just liked our Facebook page and all oh, we got mad likes, you put us over 100. Yeah, I don't know. Shot off off the bat. Just from Norman saying that he was going to be on the show, we ended up getting 10 likes in one night, which is, you know, awesome. Thank you for that. Yeah. Not a problem. That was... Cheers to that. And uh, bringing a whole new community. I think uh, Adam was the first to invite friends to like the page. Right away we got 40, maybe 50 off the bat, and then I started inviting a bunch of my friends, which we have overlapping groups of friends. That's not the right page, actually. And uh, we got to about 88, so I'm like, we're going to hit 100 in no time. Then it got a little stagnant. I yeah. mean, we got some more when Caesar showed up, because, as usual, Caesar brings the ladies. Which, uh, Caesar, you're in trouble, because Norman seemed to have brought a few his little status, so... Not at all. Caesar's a beautiful man. He is, but he's lost the hair. He's like Samson. He gets a haircut, and all of a sudden, he's lost all his charm. Well, right? He didn't lose any bicep. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, speaking of podcast news, let's get after that. Everybody's talking about my podcast. I got my podcast, I got my podcast on. Alright, so, big, big news in podcast news. Let's get the pleasantries out of the way. Of course, Ghana is still killing it in international <laughs> listening. Don't know why. Thank you, Idris Alba. We are Ghana's official podcast. Again, I'm going to keep saying that until somebody corrects me. Of course, locally, Chicago. Love the hometown support. Overall, we're number one. Past couple weeks, though, beating out by Wichita, Kansas. Not really sure. Don't know what's going on there, but we know you guys love listening. We love making the podcast for you guys. We'll come out there someday. I was thinking there might be a military base out in Wichita, Kansas. I have a friend who who, as a twin, happened to disappear off my Facebook feeds, and then I started checking the twins page to see what was up with them. They're hanging out with this dude. Found out the dude lives in Wichita, Kansas. I don't know if that has anything to do with our listeners in Wichita, Kansas. Either way, thank you. But thank you for listening. <laughs> if that is you, awesome. New cities to welcome to the show. St. Paul, Minnesota. Wow. Mesa, Arizona. Internationally, Buenos Aires. Buenos Aires. How do you say that? Buenos Aires. Buenos Aires. Buenos Aires. There you go. Norman speaks Spanish, so I don't have to. Thank you, Norman Perez. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes. Um, in Argentina. Wow. It's Argentina, yeah. New Argentinian listener. Ankara, Turkey. I don't even know if anybody here knows how to Ankara. Turkey, huh? Yeah. yeah. No. I don't, I don't have any facts for you guys. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, and all I know is that Istanbul was... Constantinople one point. Yeah, that's about as good as it gets. That's and I remember the song. That's nobody's business but the Turks. And Chennai, India. Oh. So new, new listeners all across the country and all across the world. Thank you guys so much for listening. Special shout-outs to Aldu. Aldu. I'm not even going to... I'm going to pronounce Aldi. A-L-D-O-U-X. <laughs> no, I was... <laughs> Aldo. 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 I don't know. I can't even pronounce our Indian listener in Chennai. I know you have a couple of videos on YouTube that say Isthi, I-S-T-H-I. I'm not going to butcher your name, but thank you for listening. Sean Barton and Brian Bean. That's easier. Yeah, definitely easier listeners to pronounce. Barton's like beyond. <laughs> it's beyond. I'm not a listener anymore. Fuck you guys. <laughs> you pronounce the Indian guy's name right, not mine. If my last name was Beyond, I think I would name my kid Batman. Yeah, Batman Beyond. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> would the second one be To Infinity? Middle name Anne. Yeah, that's pretty good. To Infinity and Beyond. Bed Bath. If it was a girl. <laughs> yeah, because that's the girl's name. 
We call her Three B. Bed Bath and Beyond. <laughs> B cubed. In terms of episode popularity, number one will work for Nintoasters. Still number one. Yeah. Figuratively and literally. I still want a Nintoaster, by the way. So if anybody wants to sponsor us, I still want one. Second most popular, number three, then number two, then number seven, and then number twelve. That's our top five for top five podcasts of Um That Just Happened. Awesome. All right, let's jump into shout outs. Cue the goat. <laughs> Alright, uh, this week my shout out goes out to this fine gentleman to my right. You can't tell he's to my right, but he's to my right, trust me. Mr. Norman Perez here for all the people that he brought to the page. You know, it's a big, it might not be a big deal breaking 100, but to two guys that have never done anything like this before, it's big shit. And I appreciate it. I'll give you a hug from behind later just to thank you. Courtesy reach around. around. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about tell your kids, tell your wives, tell your friends. Thank you again for bringing a whole new community of people. I, I had no idea who these people are. No common friends. Usually when we you bring in somebody to the um, that just happened community we have like two, three friends in common from work or family or friends of friends. Yeah, like six of them were just one mutual friend. I'm like, well, I know who that is. Norman. There's one guy who has like five mutual friends with me and I've never met him before in my life. I probably haven't either. Most of my friends are just randoms. Nice. It was a guy, so I figured. Yeah. I think that's the best on Facebook, especially when you have mutual friends that are like in different circles of your life. I actually reach out to those people and go, how the hell do you know my friend from this one job and my friend from like high school? And I just think that's kind of That's random. when you get the awkward pause when nobody writes back. Right. Yeah. Like a, I don't know. I just friended you. Relax. <laughs> Be like, I'm doing a family tree. Just answer the fucking email. All right. You guys got any shout outs? Shout out to MVP Productions. She gave me my first featured role in a movie coming up that's going to be released in 2015. It's a small independent film, but shout out to you. Thank you. Shout out to Independy. Independy. <laughs> Shout out to Independy. That's films with like old people in diapers. <laughs> Shout out to Indie Films. Support your local artists. Support your local podcast. Find us on iTunes, on SoundCloud.com, or Podomatic.com. Official home of Um That Just Happened. Yeah, maybe we'll make you a little t shirt to wear in the production of the movie. <laughs> Done. Or like UTJH, the hashtag. So people watching will be like, I gotta find out what the hell that is. All right, I'm sure I'll get an okay for it. All right. I was thinking about getting some shirts made for Comic Con and then campaign our Fuck Fox's Fantastic Four movement, which, by oh, the way, I have a, a pledge. Of four a lot of Fs. The four, four, the four F movement. Which I have a pledge that we'll say at the end of the podcast, and we can all join in, and I'll put it up on the page. So you can all join in. We'll probably end up being at Comic-Con, I don't know, a day. I don't know if we're going to be walking around mic'd, or maybe just walking around enjoying the Comic-Con. Maybe we'll do C2E2, we'll do some interviews, and push the campaign a little more. My shout-outs, shout-out to Jessica and Johnny. Newlyweds, got yeah. married this past Monday. Johnny, welcome to the family. Really great. So now, of the... T- Jessica, thank you for still being in the family. <laughs> <laughs> don't know you guys, but congratulations. You know, that's... Uh, yeah. Maria Sanders' younger sister. Yeah. One of the younger sisters. Not the not the youngest one that's up. <gasps> Number three. Oh, congratulations. I do know you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so three out of the four sisters married and uh, kids on the way. Kids on the way. Don't hurry, Jenny. Take your time. All right. Shout out to my friend Angelo's birthday is today. Sorry, you won't hear this till Sunday. A couple birthdays coming up. Joe, my friend Joe, our friend Jen. Her birthday's coming up. Or Probably, geez. yeah. Oh. I don't know if she wanted to say her name on the podcast. Yeah, Frankie. Jen. Frankie's Jen. <laughs> Um, her birthday's on Sunday, so you'll probably hear this one that airs. Um, Jessica's birthday's coming up, too. Jessica's birthday's coming up. Jessica's birthday's coming up this week. Yeah. And big week for her. Yeah. Big, big you, know, you notice that she scheduled the wedding the same week that she has a birthday. Double the fucking presents. Yeah, you know, you really got to space that out. Because what, <laughs> what's going to happen in September? A lot, a lot of... Nothing. A, da- lot, a whole lot of nothing. Dancing in September. Oh, shout out to my son who's turning three on Saturday. Hey. Congratulations. Thank you. I don't know what that's like yet. I got a year and a half to go. <laughs> 
Right. Shout out to Gerardo, his uh, wife, Rocio. Do you know her? Her birthday's yeah. coming up. My friend Violet, Megan, and basically all our Facebook listeners in general. Thanks for the likes on the page. Thanks for getting us to 100. Now we move on to getting to 200. Oh, yeah? I heard oh. if we get to 200, Adam's going to tattoo the hashtag on his back. Oh, fuck. I might do that. And Who knows? Let's work on it. And if it happens, we'll put a picture up on the page. Oh, my God. Oh, shout out to Natalie, my goddaughter, Norman's daughter. I haven't seen her in a while, but uh, shout out to her. She'll, I mean, she's not like she's listening to the shit, but... No, but she just turned seven last yeah. month so yeah. she was in Puerto Rico I know right the entire summer yeah it's been six years already since baptism I think that's she was one well, she was one and a half ish or about to be t- I don't remember I think that's when I no, first I met you yeah well, I had to have been yeah. wow man that time when, flies when everybody lived at the dorm <laughs> true story shout out to Mad West <laughs> Alright, moving on. Next up, we have the corrections department. David Merkel, the man who's listed on every single UTJH episode. Shout out to David. You know, we're we're probably just going to put you in charge of corrections. Yeah. (laughs) You're going to be our little corrections department guy. Just look shit up while we're talking. He pointed out that we forgot to mention the uh, glow stick of destiny that Loki uses in the Avengers. It's supposed to be one of the infinity stones, infinity gems, whatever. And we forgot to mention that when we were talking about the ones that have shown up thus far in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So, thanks, Dave, for the correction, and, uh... Is it a yellow glow stick? I'm not sure. It's golden. Racist Marvel motherfucker. <laughs> yellow glow stick Asian, okay? <laughs> I know you're always thinking it. All right, more corrections from last week's podcast. Chris Gardner is actually the person that... That I was pers- talking about in uh, Pursuit of Happiness. Pursuit of Happiness. I said Chris. I didn't know his last name, so Rodney took the time to look it up. You know, interesting trivia about that movie. Will Smith can actually solve a Rubik's Cube. Yeah. It wasn't just uh, staged on film. Unknown talents about Will Smith. Allison Duty. Aside from the fact that Will Smith could probably fly with his ears. Ouch. <laughs> Is that a shot in my ears? A little bit. All You're right. welcome. I'll take it. I accept that. Duty. Alice, <laughs> going back to Little Miss Duty. Allison Duty is the hot blonde in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom that we refer to. And she was 23, not 19 in the movie. Yeah. So you guys can rest easy knowing that you're staring at a 23-year-old as opposed to feeling awkward about staring hey, at a 19-year-old. But I was younger watching that movie, so at the time I was into older chicks. Now I just surpassed it and was like, oh, now it's creepy. <laughs> if, by the way, if she looks anything like her IMDb page, man, she is not aged at all. Oh, I thought you were going to say she is not aged well. I was like, that's unfortunate. That sucks. Allison Duty, what a funny, you know, it'd be awesome to get into a three with Allison Duty and Brooklyn Decker. Oh my god. She'd be a Duty Decker. Duty Decker. <laughs> Sounds like an awkward way of taking a shit. <laughs> This is a real duty decker. And uh, my last correction is, uh, sorry, my apologies about the sound quality of the last couple podcasts. For some reason I switched the audio quality from high to regular, which, by the way, why do you have a regular audio quality? Yeah, why who, would... does, who doesn't want to record in high definition? Yeah. Although, when you send audio from one person to another, sometimes the, the amount of space or the amount of memory that you're using up for each is too high, so they won't let you send it. So you, gotta, you have to lower it at that oh, point. Okay, what was that app that came out a couple years ago that you know you record something and then you send somebody Vox. Voxer. Vox. Does anybody still use Vox? I downloaded Voxer about a week ago and then I instantly deleted it because I was like I haven't used this in such a fucking long time and I mean, I'm not gonna start adding people all over again. That's waste. Just Snapchat and send a fucking video to people. I mean, everybody, or call. Or, yeah, I mean everybody knows I'm kind of a tech head, but when it comes to social media, I'm kind of slow. I never jumped on the Vox bag because you know if you send somebody a voice recording, isn't isn't it it's the same thing as calling them? Like, yeah, just, I had it for call. about a week week and it was because I forgot I had it on there past the day Yeah, and I just deleted it. Yeah, one day I opened it up I had like 27 messages I was like, uh oh. Sorry. Right? Just sending, sorry, 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 sorry. 
I wonder, so if I wonder if there's just one asshole out there who's still using Vox. Like, didn't you guys get my Vox? I've been waiting on you guys for months. He's the same asshole that uses Bing instead of Google. You gotta that, Bing it! The same guy that's been using a pager since 1997. Ugh, this hotel pager friendly? What do you mean? I'm not getting a SIG on my beeper. <laughs> not at the table, Carlos. <laughs> But yeah, sorry again about the audio quality. It's an honest mistake. But hey, everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has regrets in life. And we all have regrets in life. But whatever your regrets are, paying too much for insurance should not be one of them. So for seriously good coverage at a seriously low price, call the Lim Insurance and get a free quote today. Call 312-945-6254 or visit their website at aliminsurance.com. That's A-L-I-M for a limb. You know, th- that would be really hard to say if you had a list. A limb insurance? No, no, no. The whole thing that you say. Because when it says uh, the whole, for seriously good coverage for, at a seriously low price called a limit third. Like, by that point, if you had a list, I'm sure he would just be like, fuck it, never mind. You guys butchered it. They don't know what the hell you're talking about. Never again. Alright, moving on from corrections to the fuck you department. Oh, one of my personal favorites. Uh, <laughs> Norman, you got any fuck yous for anybody this go, week? I'll go last. I'll go oh, last. Oh, boy. My fuck yous are a small one. Fuck you to all the people bad-mouthing Hideo Kojima for being the new director for the new Silent Hill, Silent Hills game that's gonna be coming out for those of you that haven't heard, Hideo Kojima, the man behind Metal Gear Solid, is taking the helm of Silent Hills. And with Guillermo del Toro and Norman Reedus being the main character, Daryl from The Walking Dead. Everyone's just like, oh, you know, he's going to do a horrible job. He doesn't know anything about horror franchises. What an idiot. And I'm like, dude, have you played the last three Silent Hill movie games? They fucking suck. They could only get better at that point. So fuck you to all you naysayers. And fuck you to Rush Limbaugh for saying that. Yeah, I'm sorry. I know we don't talk about politics here. But. <laughs> Fuck you to Rush Limbaugh for saying that Robin Williams killed himself because he was a leftist and that was it's because of the lifestyle that he lived. Go fuck yourself, bro. And fuck you to all the people on Facebook that are talking shit trying to make light of the fact that Robin Williams killed himself. Yeah, I didn't know the guy, but go fuck yourself. That's it. <laughs> nice and sweet today. I've got a repeat fuck you out to Comcast. <laughs> Fuck you, Comcast. Nobody wants to watch shit in standard definition anymore. Nobody wants to record podcasts in regular definition anymore. It's high def or nothing. Why bother? You know what? I never turned on my Comcast box and go, oh, thank God it's in standard definition. It's high definition. I can't stand watching this movie. (laughs) Although, to be honest, I'm a real big advocate. Not everything I need to buy has to be on Blu-ray. Like, there's certain movies that don't belong on fucking Blu-ray. We have A Few Good Men. I don't need to see the creases in Jack Nicholson's face in high definition. Yeah, I can handle the truth in standard definition just fine, thank you. <laughs> I was talking to my sister one time. He's like, oh, Sex in the City is coming out on Blu-ray. I was like, really? What do you need to see in high definition in that movie? It's no explosions. There's no CGI. Ugh. There's no... Fucking Sarah, Sarah Jessica Parker's ugly ass in high definition. Ugh. No, thank you. Yummy. Kim Cattrall, I guess, looks a little bit better, hopefully, in high definition, but that's about it. What do you got? I have a huge fuck you to my GPS on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> because in the past week I've been sent to the wrong place three times including here now including here today I was actually two blocks away and some old little Asian lady walked out of her house I don't know what she was saying to me exactly but I'm pretty sure it included fuck you get out of my uh, driveway but yeah I eventually made it here by calling Adam and yeah so huge fuck you to my GPS on my iPhone <laughs> iPhone 5 by the way yeah, yeah. fuck I, we, everyone at this point should know how we feel about Apple products so we got you covered you think there's someone out there like hijacking GPS and 
Like, let's just fuck with this guy. <laughs> he goes to the weirdest places. Let's set him some old ladies' agents. Adam Carolla on his podcast was talking about, wouldn't it be great to hijack fucking Siri? Just, oh like, God. fucking fuck with people and just... I want to apologize to my GPS because today I was trying to get directions to go somewhere and I punched in the GPS. Just to see... I knew how to get where I was going. I wanted to see if they had a better route and I punched it in and they ended up sending me somewhere but I didn't pay attention to the GPS. I was like, I got this. I wandered up like 15 minutes out of the way and had a double back. So my GPS is giving you a fuck you to me. So Fuck you, Adam. Then make a right in 400 feet. My bad. And uh, just because it is the Rob- Robin Williams edition of our podcast, I'm going to send a half-hearted fuck you, but more not not so much a fuck you, but what the fuck? Why'd you have to kill yourself, man? Yeah, it was rough to deal with a little bit. Like I said, I didn't know the guy, but I'm definitely not going to send a fuck you, but close yeah, it's, enough. It's more of like a what the fuck. Yeah. Alright, we'll get to that. Alright, now we are moving on to another featured favorite, the Pissing on Grey segment. Our original segment. Our original segment. Which, by the way... <laughs> We need somebody out there to pay homage to the segment and write a theme song for the Norman. segment. I might. I might. Yeah. Nice. I need you to actually just play a theme. We'll, we'll put it in every fucking episode. Maybe like three, four seconds. Yeah. 30 seconds. I don't care. Just, we need a theme. All right. Obviously, this is the Robin Williams podcast. We debated about this for over two days. <laughs> Whether it might have been too tsunami to do. But again. For such a long time of two days. 48 hours. <laughs> Actually, it was my idea. And then I was just like, no, maybe I shouldn't. And my wife was like, you better not do it. Then Rodney walks in after after I had talked to him. And he's like, no, it's probably too soon. And his wife is screaming in the background not to do it. He walks into my house today saying, so we're going to piss on his grave today or what? (laughs) I'm like, what the fuck? You basically convinced me for us not to do it. (laughs) We got it. And you know what? My Pissing on Grave segments, the ones that I write, are never really uh, malicious. Wait, we're supposed to write them? (laughs) There's a script? <laughs> but, um, yeah, they're really tongue-in-cheek. They're really meant to recognize <coughs> the life and accomplishments of a person. And just zero in on one thing that we did not like or just was kind of ironic about their, um, I don't know, their career's work, their body of work. Uh, for example, our first Pissing on Graves, our first official Pissing on Graves was Michael Jackson in episode three. We love Michael Jackson. We just think it's kind of ironic that he was singing about PYT in his later career. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jackson loved the kids. <laughs> <laughs> In light of the fact that he was being accused of a pedophilia, which, you know, I personally don't care. I Never been Michael. proven. Just love Michael Jackson as an artist. Anyways, Robin Williams. We're pissing on his grave today. Fresh grave. Died a whole two days ago. Everybody knows his accomplishments. You know, Mark and Mindy. Good morning, Vietnam. 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 You know, for an Asian guy, Vietnam. you should know that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, Vietnam, not Vietnamese. <laughs> I can't even say that. I can't even say Vietnamese. Dead Boat Society, Awakening, Fisher King, Goodwill Hunting, probably my favorite movie. Hook, uh, for those of you fans of Rufio. Rufio. Rufio, Rufio. Aladdin, my favorite Disney movie. Uh, most of this generation knows him as Mrs. Doubtfire in Jumanji. Birdcage, United at the Museum, Happy Feet. United at the Museum actually has a sequel in the can right now, so that actually might come out sometime next year. Mm-hmm. He was in the Bobby McFerrin video, Don't Worry, Be Happy. Vaguely remember that. He was nominated for multiple, I think three Academy Awards. He won Best Supporting Actor for Goodwill Hunting. Awesome, awesome. Received two Emmys, Golden Globe Awards, uh, some SAG Awards, two SAG Awards, and five Grammys. Grammys. I can't imagine. I guess they were comedy albums. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know we don't talk about religion, but I love his uh, top ten reasons to be an Episcopalian. <laughs> Number one was uh, it's Catholicism light, all of the uh, pageantry, but none of the guilt. 
sounds like something you'd say. Couple little known facts about Mr. Robin McLaurin Williams, Chicago native. Yeah, another. Yes, sir. It's yeah. another Chicago guy gone. Harold Ramis and now him. Somebody po- I forgot who it was. Somebody posted. You're taking Robin Williams, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Like, what movie is God making up there right now? And I was like, ah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, he has hell of a cast. Oh hell. <laughs> Zing. Sorry. Multiple appearances on TV. He was on a Johnny Carson show where Johnny called him over. But a couple things that a lot of people didn't know about his life. He actually had a long dispute with Disney. Again, in Aladdin, one of my favorite Disney movies, there was some sort of deal where he worked out likeness rights for Genie and the voice of Genie. They weren't supposed to use anybody else. And I think they limited his the, the promotion of the movie to using his name because he wasn't the top build actor, although he should have been because he really sold that movie. He ended up having some bad blood with Disney in general, and then they recast Genie in the other sequels and the other incarnations of Aladdin. Homer Simpson. Yeah, with Dan Castello, Castel, Castellano. 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 Yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry, well, that'll be our correction for next week. We're going to figure out how to pronounce that. We'll just call him Homer Simpson. But he later reconciled with Disney and went oh. on to revoice. Nice. That actually sounded pretty good. I don't have to put that drop in now. <laughs> Making my life easier. But he reconciled with Disney, and then he went on to put out Bicentennial Man. <laughs> oh. Obviously, that flopped, and then the relationship with Disney went sour, which is enough to piss on his grave alone. A bit of his personal life, he was married three times. The first to Valerie Villardi, who was a bartender that he met in San Francisco. They had one son, Zachary Pym Williams. Kind of wonder if that was a reference to Ant-Man. Ant-Man? Yeah. But then he ended up, I think he ended up cheating on her with uh, a waitress that he met in 84 named Trish Carter. And then he eventually divorced her and ended up marrying, again, his uh, nanny for Zachary, Marcia <laughs> Garces, who's Filipino. Shout out to Filipinos out there. What the fuck? Why don't we are on the international listening list? Can I get a listener in the Philippines, please? Or Puerto Rico? Come on. Yeah. Um, I'll work on that one. Nice. You have one week. <laughs> yes, sir. He had two children by his uh, Filipino wife, Zelda Ray, and is it, uh, Cody, Cody Allen. Cody Allen Williams. Now, little known fact about Robin Williams, he was a huge, huge video game nerd. Zelda yeah. Ray, named after The Legend of Zelda. Cody Ray, named after Final Fight. Random. Yeah. I was going to say, as soon as you said Cody, I'm like, Final Fight? <laughs> yeah. So little known facts about uh, Robin Williams. Little known fact about Um That Just Happened, one of our big secondary directives. We have prime directives, just like Robocop. We have secondary directives <laughs> that will later be released. One of them was to become famous hobnob with the celebrities and eventually become friends with Robin Williams who Adam and I are huge fans of yeah but um can you imagine what he'd have been like on one episode of this you wouldn't you would never have needed any drops I don't think we would need to talk yeah just uh here you go Mr. Williams take over oh and then the thing comes in and then he's all like I can't believe what the fuck is happening like he would he goes off dude you, nobody could do that no one yeah so sadly Robin Williams star of my favorite movie Aladdin or my favorite Disney movie Aladdin will never have a friend like you you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna do a second take in case that was really bad. Robin Williams responsible for the phrase we all come to know and love uh, from the movie Dead Poet Society. Carpet di- carpe carpet diem. <laughs> See, seize the carpet, which is actually a personal philosophy of mine when I was single back in the day. Seize the carpet. <laughs> 
Seize the carpet, clean the carpet. No, but carpe diem, modern Latin phrase meaning seize the day that a lot of people, uh, Adam, you know, I know you have a big beef with people not using the entire phrase, but I can't say the rest of it in Latin. He made that phrase familiar to us. And Robin Williams, of course, was the type of person who would seize the day. Big bucket of win, huge accomplishments, married three times, you know, had three kids. Definitely somebody who lived that philosophy. So congratulations on finally literally joining the Dead Bullet Society. There it is. I'll drink to that. This whole time. There it is. Well, it's one of the two. Very maybe well I'll, Maybe I'll leave it out. Maybe both in, just because they're pretty bad. Uh, this has been... <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't even say anything bad. Well, he literally joined the Dead Poets Society, yeah, or, but, you know, uh, we'll never have a friend like him. But at the same time, he also made some pretty bad movies that I think we could mention in his Bicentennial movie. Man sucked. Bicentennial Man. Bad. Toy sucked. Well, the toy, toy? the toy with Richard Pryor was pretty good, but Toy, yeah. yeah. Is it Toy or Toys? Toys. Toys? Toys. Excuse me. Toys, yeah. 1992 Toys. That wasn't any good. That was probably easy to spin off a porn for, though. <laughs> Could you yeah. imagine the sound effects? A, l- a lot of people had a problem with one-hour photo, but I, I tend to like that movie. But, uh, yeah, this has been Pissing on Grave, the Robin Williams edition, unfortunately. All right, moving on to I Just Saw. Big week for me, I like to think. As I mentioned before, um, I just saw the trailer for the Silent Hills video game. That's a big one for me. I went to Target, otherwise known as Target, and I came across the movie 7, starring Morgan Freeman. And Brad Pitt. Oh, Spoiler alert: Kevin Spacey. And it was only seven fifty, so I was like, "Fuck yeah!" I've I've always wanted to buy this movie. I had it on DVD. I don't know what the hell happened to it. I let somebody borrow it, and it was gone forever. I'm gonna send a mini fuck you to Target because I like Target, but mini fuck you for not just making it seven dollars. Yeah, I don't. But Marie and I movie seven. I got it for seven. I think I might have borrowed it from you. I probably still have it. You dick. Sorry. That movie has to be in my top ten. I'm going to put it that high up. Beautifully written. Would it be number seven? Probably close to it, if anything. Where would no- Lucky Number 11 fall? Is that top ten? Uh, that, that might be a little bit lower. I don't think that breaks into my top ten. Although the writing in that's amazing, too. But this is what made Brad Pitt, I think, who he is. Yeah, he had, you know, his quote-unquote breakout role in Thelma and Louise. But this movie solidified him as more of a serious actor and a guy that was more than just a pretty face. You know, he was real scruffy in the movie. His shirt was unkept. He never... Tied his tie at the time. He just had the tied ties ready to go, which bothers the shit out of me. But, and you know, Morgan Freeman, being who he is, doesn't even need to put effort into his role. It's just, you want to almost feel like that's just who Morgan Freeman is. Just listen to that rich molasses. Amazing. Amazing jobs by everybody involved. Spoiler alert, as, as I said before, Kevin Spacey ends up being the bad guy. And just John Doe is such a sick and awesome and twisted character in all the best ways. And then to counterbalance that, I saw Disney's Robin Hood with the foxes and all that stuff. Arguably one of the most underrated Disney films. I know it's Liz and Nelson's, well, one of their favorite Disney films of all time. So my daughter and I went out of our way to watch that today. So, yeah, two very, very different, different movies in the span of two days. But um, I just saw two awesome movies. So, good week for me. I finally, for the first time, watched Shark Week. Uh, I know. But my brother's big on Shark Week. I'm not the animal guy. Yeah, but it was really interesting. I was finally tuned in to see what the huge deal was. Um, Everybody talks about it. It's huge on social media. So, I was like, you know what? I'll finally give it a chance. I watched it for 24 hours, and I was pretty hooked. The weird shit you see. Now, I didn't know. Nelson just told me this today. I didn't know that some of the documentaries they show are fake. Yeah, they're staged. You can can see it. I I mean, I I don't watch any of it. 
I took that shit seriously. I was like, I don't watch any of it. So I like for me, it was just like, uh, well, for me, I had a feeling there's a couple that I watched within that period that it just felt like it was a stage. Like there were, there yeah. were actors just going through the motions and yeah, because the guy was telling me about some shark that had like you know a scratch on its nose that yes. has lived for like 30 years that you know was taking out huge boats at a time. And he was telling the story, and I'm like, wow, that actually sounds interesting. I, I told my brother, he's like, yeah, that didn't happen. I was like, oh, what the fuck? The one time I'm actually interested in the shit and it wasn't that even real. That sucks. I didn't even realize. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one of the best parts was Alien Sharks. Where, oh, Jesus Christ. Well, it, it's just a really dramatic name for an episode of just weird looking sharks. Oh, okay. So when they grabbed these sharks onto the boats, they were really weird looking. One of them had a clear head. Yeah. Was it that was, real or was that one of the No, that ones? was real. It was just, I Googled it. Well, I'm not gonna, being, I, I mean, a lot of that shit happened, you know, <laughs> nice. when they dropped the atomic bomb and stuff and they're doing all those nuclear testing, a lot of that affected a lot of those fish that were out there. I mean, it's not to say that it's going to be a three-eyed fish like in The Simpsons with the nuclear plant being right there, but yeah. it's going to be close to it. Some of the creepiest things I've seen, like, I, I would dive with sharks in a cage, a really strong fucking cage, <laughs> like but the- some of that shit is really fucking weird. Oh, so. uh, uh, real quick, um, I just saw Blackfish because my freaking wife made me watch part of it, which she gets a slight fuck you for. Because I don't like, everyone knows I don't like documentaries, yeah. and an animal documentary at that, no, I'm good, but... How do you feel about SeaWorld after watching that, though? It doesn't... Like, I don't plan on going to SeaWorld. So, for me, it didn't even fucking matter. So, she's like, oh, my God, can you believe it? I'm like, I'm not going to get in the fucking water with these things. Fuck these people. They're the ones dealing with these animals and acting like, oh, you know, I have such a bond with them. Uh, you're going to get fucked up. Yeah, because on one hand, I feel like, okay, yeah, they're mistreating the the whales and stuff. But on the other hand, I want to go to SeaWorld and see some fucking killer whales. Or True. orca, if you will. Oh. Yeah, I mean, everyone's complaining, but then these are the same people that will still go to the zoo and be like, oh, look at the pretty the pretty animals. Like, it's okay, like, what if they just let all of them go and you just go to the zoo and there's nothing in the cage? Like, oh, we used to have monkeys here. It's it's kind of like those vegetarians who um, wear the leather jackets and boots. <laughs> yeah, like, okay. I don't, I, I fucking, vegetarians, um, fuck that. I also saw, started seeing Grey's Anatomy. On purpose? On purpose. How was that? Not gonna lie, little hooked after five episodes. <laughs> yeah? I mean, that's how it was. I'm not going to lie. Like, so I can't talk a lot of shit. I don't know. Another one. I finished watching both seasons of that <laughs> yeah. at Netflix. I'm not going to lie. At first, it was weird because at first, I didn't know what kind of movie it would be. I thought it was just a uh, comedic prison movie for women or um, series. But I had one of my kids with me. And I was like, okay, it's time for you to go to bed because that titties right off the bat. Uh, yeah, you heard, you heard what I was saying <laughs> yes. in that one episode. But Jean, yeah. girls eating each other out. I mean, like what probably really happens. Who knows? Um, I've never been. But yeah, I put the kids to sleep and then watched it. And I, I got hooked. I'm not gonna lie, I got hooked with the Orange is the New Black. Yeah, it's it's so, not a it's not a bad show. It's written kind of well. I feel like they go for the shock value too much, but I mean, you can't be too mad at that. It's it's yeah. you got to keep people intrigued in a show. And it, it kept me intrigued waiting on the third season. Now, not gonna lie. And I'm actually shout out to Sons of Anarchy. I can't wait to September 9th when when that comes out. Never been a fan. I tried, but I just can't get up on it. It's not for me, unfortunately. It's a man thing. Don't worry about it. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'll watch Breaking Bad a million times over before I watch another episode of Sunday. Yeah, you know, I, I've been meaning to get into that Orange is the New Black. I haven't got into it yet, but Adam is committed to uh, investing in that show. He watched an episode while I was over at his house. I'm asking buy-in questions like, who's that person? Who's that person? So I think I could get into that. To tag up on Shark Week, I'm not a Shark Week fanatic. Ooh, Sorry. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I was going to throw that out earlier. But I think I missed the tag up. But Shark Week, I think I, you know, that's kind of the, that's kind of the TV. You know, I'm not a fanatic. I will watch it, but it's kind of TV's version of a nymphomaniac. Right? It's hard to turn off. But Sharknado. Uh, yeah. Oh, that was terrible. I do want to watch Sharknado. They're Just, coming out with a third one. Yeah, there's a Sharknado too. Did you see? You hear Tara Reid's comments on Sharknado and how she thinks it could actually happen. 
Oh my god, what a fucking... You know, okay, I met the guy from American Pie, the main guy. The pie fucker? No, the main guy. Eugene the, Levy? No, the guy that it's supposed to be about. Stifler? Who, whose brother gives him the book. No, the, the one guy that, that gets the least amount of play. Oh, Tara, here's, here's to the next step. Yeah, yeah Tara yeah. Reed's boyfriend. Yeah. I met him and I was like, oh, you know, what's Tara Reed like in real life? He's like, you ever meet a really drunk, drunk white broad at like, you know, a party who's just belligerent and stupid? I was like, yeah, he's like, exactly like that. I was like, oh, well, there you go. So, shout out to that guy for keeping it real fun. Right. Anyway, what'd you see? Kevin, yeah. Kevin. Kevin. Terry Reed's still hot, sorry. Yeah, give her credit for that. Absolutely. I've seen worse. I'm surprised you haven't brought up Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I've seen it twice. I was uh I was gonna wait to see if you were gonna bring it up at all. Yeah, I was waiting for you to, but yeah. <laughs> Second best I, I didn't want to blow my load, I already mentioned two movies. <laughs> I'm Ho, which I found out stands for, in my humble opinion, second best soundtrack for any movie. I thought it was Honest Opinion. Is it in my humble opinion? I don't know. I don't, honest, think, I don't, I don't know. think it matters. I don't know. I always hated how when I type out going, my autocorrect changes it to I'm Ho. I'm like, what the fuck is I'm Ho? Whoever uses that in somebody's home, it's in my humble opinion, I guess. So, I'm Ho, second greatest soundtrack to any movie. Very appropriate. Well-timed. Well-edited. Very enjoyable movie. It's very rare for me to get lost and totally absorbed in a movie, and that was just one of the movies that, you know, I got lost in. Very, 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 very good movie. Yeah. And I did, did I not, or did I not call it with Groot with a self? Oh, oh sorry. Well, spoiler. Spoiler alert. We're not going to talk about it. Go Have back you seen and, it yet? No. Jesus Christ. Go back and listen to Comic Cliff Notes on episode, uh, was it 12? I think it was two or three back. Yeah, I think I think 12, where I predicted uh, a couple things which, you know, came to fruition. But follow suit with the comic books, so not necessarily comic, not necessarily spoiler alert if you follow the comics, but for those of you who are not familiar with Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah, spoiler alert. Yeah, great, great, great storyline. My friend Bits from work, he asked me, he saw the movies, he's like, where can and I pick up the comic book. So that's a wonderful sign for Marvel doing a great job to, to get people interested in what many consider being not second, not third, maybe even fourth string characters that they cashed in on. So DC, the fucking gauntlet's been dropped. Step your game up. Yeah. I'm still working on watching Hercules, then Guardian of the Galaxy. Guardians first. Yes, sir. No, for real. Like, you'll walk out of it. Well, I've heard a lot of really good reviews about it. Yeah. Like, honestly, the past couple days. And it has nothing to do with me being a comic book fan. Like, I, I went in there very objectively. Subjectively. So I went in there with an open mind yeah I went in there Italy. dude how good was David Batista like I did yeah. not expect well, him to be when he got cast he actually hung up the phone and started crying and then picked up the phone and called his acting coach and put him for extra acting classes because he's like if I'm gonna do this fucking role that I've been dying to fucking play I'm gonna do it right and he does you know, like you and I said he's probably not gonna talk at all and he talks a lot but he talks very intelligently and, and I, very well I have to support David Batista because he's half Filipino and we're taking over the world one half person at a time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he was a lot better than I expected. I expect, yeah, I expected him just to be the big muscle guy, not say anything. He did really well in the movie. Kudos to everybody, that entire cast. Really great performances. Zoe Saldana's fine ass. Oh, green, blue with a tail, your natural brown, I'll take you any way I can have it. Agreed. And is it just me or is that blue chick hotter as a blue chick than. Oh, Nebula? Yeah. Yeah. Than her real Karen Jillian? Karen Jillian? Yeah, she looks better with the blue She looks chick. hotter as Nebula. Yeah, I'll take her with the broken jaw and everything. <laughs> anyway. Broken jaw, let's gag a reflex. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm just saw, and then other things I just saw. Um, I just saw. I finally started on Breaking Bad. Oh wow! Which I'm mixing in with Arrow. Thank you. Shout out again to David you're, Merkel. You're gonna have the weirdest dreams ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and talk about things that get totally absorbed in. I got lost in the Breaking Bad world. I started thinking about, and you know, Breaking Bad. For those of you who haven't seen it, not a show you want to watch to anybody who has even acute hypochondriac tendencies. Oh yeah. <laughs> you're gonna say, "Fuck! I have cancer. What are I gonna do? I'm gonna start selling drugs." Even Sandra was like watching me watching. She's like. We start making meth. I'm like, 
I'm pretty sure I can figure yeah. out. There's got to be a YouTube video somewhere. Yeah. I thought about it. Yeah. I thought about it. And then I was like, I'm the stupid ass that'll get caught with no pants on. Yeah. And I just, still get fucked. I just want to make about eight pounds, you know, or, or 9.2, if you will. I think I'll be set after that. That's how it starts. You just got to find a Jesse Pinkman. Yeah. Not it. <laughs> I'm only in episode six on both, respectively, Arrow and uh, Breaking Bad, which, by the way, who's that lead on Arrow? Fucking, she was the same girl who was uh, Maggie Grace's friend in Taken. Oh, no, I don't know. She could be corrections for next week. The blonde? Yeah, she's pretty hot. The one that dies? Spoiler she's a brunette alert. in Arrow. Oh, that changes everything for me. Really nice as eyes. everyone knows. She has eyes? <laughs> you gotta look higher. Chest eyes. Higher. They were looking at me first. All right, moving on. Are you done? Yeah. Moving on to comic cliff notes. Now, I was thinking about doing something different today, considering it's comic cliff notes. Actually, you know, we can't do it. What are we planning to do? Because I was going to do the backstory to Robin Williams, but you had already done that as a comic cliff notes. Get it? Damn it. Wait, comic cliff notes? More like video game cliff notes. No, like comic. Like he's a comedian, a comic, a stand-up comic cliff notes. Oh, uh, okay. But Still we can't do, do that. Still there. But you already gave up all the background info to him. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> Unless you want to edit it and put it there. Nah. Fuck you to nah, Rodney. Because then we know. <laughs> Alright, so we're going to delete all Because then we don't have a pissing on Graves then. Alright, so Comic Cliff Notes. One thing I forgot to mention about the podcast was I'm usually good about the intros. Pre-recorded at the FTC. We talked about the FTC in previous episodes where it's Floyer's Theater, Comiskey. Because Adam lives on the south side, his brother Nelson lives on the north side, which would be the FTW, Floyer's Theater, Wrigley. Fuck the world. Or fuck the world. I like um, it. Last couple episodes, I've been mentioning that we're being edited at the Lazarus Space Studios, which is uh, it's basically my basement, to be honest. Where <laughs> we edit there. Now, if you follow... Hold on, there's no we. Where you edit where there. Where I edit there. I'm, I'm not even going to pretend like I help out. I'm I t- call Rodney. Is the editing done? <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Post it. I feel like a dick. I'm, I'm taking the British uh, royalty approach into, we are not amused. Or I'm using the plural of uh, we. So, yeah, I edit in my basement. I call it Lazarus Space Studios. I dubbed it uh, two episodes ago. If anybody follows me on PlayStation 3 or my Twitter, always identifying with uh, Raz, identify with Raz Agul, just because, you know, I told the story in episode 3. Uh, About don't, Jason's Don't name. miss this, the origin of uh, my son Jason. Also, which ties into the origin of my daughter Talia, who's going to be born on Jason's birthday, November 27th. Raz Agul is a uh, character I follow in the Batman universe just because his name's Raz, R-A-S, which is my monogram, but Sandra tells everybody it's Rodney and Sandra. How many people you know have a monogram nowadays? Most people are barely mention their initials. You got a straight monogram. That's what amazing. you talking about? Everybody has a monogram, just nobody refers to it as monogram. I know, but it's like every time you say my monogram, I picture you're going to you're gonna bust out a handkerchief with your initials on it. Oh, yeah. Which would be awesome. Well, I'm not rolling like that. Yeah, I, guess the, I think you have to have like a gross <laughs> monthly income. He like. just puts a Sharpie to a tissue every time before he blows the nose. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, your monogram's ASF, you know. Yeah. I'm taking that idea. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so I identify with the character Raz al Ghul. Raz al Ghul, we've talked about in previous comic cliff notes, had a thing that kept him alive called the Lazarus Pit. But um, yeah, I didn't want to call my basement a pit so much as an editing bay, so I just call it Lazarus Bay, meaning that, you know, Raz works there, kind of a symbol of resurrection and commonality between that character and my family. And yeah, so that's why I don't, I don't even think I've explained to Adam. I just kind of threw it in there. I mean, episodes, I, you never really. No, I mean, I caught it at yeah. that point. I know you well enough, and I know the backstory of Raz al Ghul well enough. Uh, side note to comic clip notes the Lazarus Pit has a side effect where when you get out of it, you are fucking crazy. For most people. Which besides, happened to Jason Todd. Yeah, which happened to Jason Todd. Who then became the Red Hood. And a few other people that have used it in the past. I'll look some of that shit up. But yeah, that's its major side effect. I remember Ralph Dibney after uh, the death of Sue Dibney. Spoiler alert for Identity Crisis, which has to be one of the best fucking storylines of all time, which we mentioned before. He was thinking about using a Lazarus Pit and uh, it didn't 
work out that way. Yeah, which by the way, I don't know that I specifically mentioned in episode three. The reason why I named Jason is because he was resurrected or basically kind of born again as a result of Razo Ghul and Lazarus Pit. But that's why I named him Jason. Also, it'd be inappropriate for me to name him Talia. <laughs> Good point. Debatable. But uh, that's been Comic Cliff Notes. You've just been schooled. Booyah. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on from comic cliff notes to over under today i think we're going to be sticking solely to underrated and it's going to be none other than robin williams films so uh i guess i'll start my underrated robin williams film firstly goes to what dreams may come which i guess ironically enough is about how he gets into a car accident he's a doctor gets into a car accident goes to heaven cuba gun jr's there which i expect to happen by the time i get to heaven who shows him around Shows him around heaven. Tells help me him to, help you. Yeah, exactly. Show me the money. You my motherfucker. <laughs> We're going to go all day with this shit. Radio! Anyway, you never go full retard. So he shows him around heaven and then, he, you know, he's asking for his wife. Turns out she commits suicide. And he has to go down to the depths of hell to retrieve her soul. Now, what I love about that movie is that depiction of hell is basically right on par with a lot of what happens in Dante's Inferno. Shout out to the movie Seven all over again. The different levels of torture, depending on whatever sin you have committed. Very, very ominous and dark when it gets to that point. Really underrated movie in terms of the acting for the entire cast. And I've had the book for the past year and a half, and I can't read it for whatever reason. Like, I get like a few pages in. It's it's a rough read only because it's difficult reading things about morality and excuse me mortality at that point because then you just start thinking about death and it gets fucking rough i think another underrated robin williams movie patch adams he got a lot of flag back in the day even patch adams himself said he didn't care for the movie but for what it is i think it's a good movie well written he acts was, uh, in it. based on a true story right yeah doctor robin williams acts very well in it and uh yeah great movie and of course last week was it last week or the week before that excuse me where i was actually talking about how i saw goodwill hunting so mm. I'm not going to rehash that. You guys already know how I feel about that movie. I think it's amazing. So, yeah. I think those are some of my underrated Robin Williams movies. Jumanji's up there, but, I mean, it's not really underrated. Insomnia, I really did like. One Hour Photo, I really did like. So, yeah. I think that's it for me. I'll miss you, buddy. For me, I'd have to go to his voiceovers. Having three kids, I mean, I watch a lot of cartoons, a lot of animated movies. Him and Happy Feet, the sole reason why my two oldest kids asked me to buy Happy Feet 2 was for the little tiny penguin that Robin Willis was voiced for. (laughs) They're like, oh my god, he's so funny and he's always acting crazy and acting goofy. He made the movie for me, personally. And once you get older and you really listen to what he's saying and how he's acting, Robin Williams in Happy Feet just makes the movie go along so much easier. He's a hell of a funny guy. I mean, from Mrs. Doubtfire watching that with my parents when I was a kid. (laughs) Um, Awkward moments when when he's patting his breast down because they're on fire. My mom just turns her face away, looks right at me in my eyes, and I, I, I don't know what exactly to say, but laugh and giggle. But yeah, didn't know he was Fender in the movie Robots. Yeah. He was Fender. I didn't know that was his voice, actually. But yeah, my kids are so into the Happy Feet movies, and it was solely because of Robin Williams and his role as the little funny penguin who's just stealing the show. Speaking of voiceovers, in Mrs. Doubtfire, when he does the voiceover work for the cartoons at the beginning, and he's pretending to not like to smoke and all this stuff, and he's talking about how he how these cartoons are, should be a better example of kids. Being a child 
while watching him going through these voices back and forth, sort of like Mel Blanc, who did all the voices for the Looney Tunes characters back in the day, really inspired me to, to even research what it would take to do voiceover work for animation. And if there's one dream that I have in my life, besides acting, is doing that. And which is a hard medium to break into. You have to take diction classes, and there's a lot of having to do with timing and stuff like that. So anybody like Kevin Conroy or Mark Hamill that have made a career out of doing that kind of thing, that's a big fucking role, but nothing made me think about it before Robin Williams. And as I posted on the UTJH Facebook page, Robin Williams was actually the inspiration for me kind of being as silly as I am. A couple people referred to me as the human cartoon, and if it weren't for him, I wouldn't even know how to be like that. So I personally call you the human, the Puerto Rican Barry White, because of your voice. But that's just a personal thing. Yeah, whoops. Which, if you've ever heard uh, Vin Diesel's tape or recording of uh, him singing a song, I think after the Guardians of the Galaxy success, they actually asked him to sing sing a song. I think they featured it on a Hollywood Babylon, actually, and he actually could pull the Barry White off if he could hit the higher notes. He's just horrible. Oh, yeah. Uh, speaking of Barry White, do you have any more underrated Robin Williams? That was my big one, just because he was, it was animated and he wasn't the lead role, and it was just, he honestly made the movie for me and my kids. All right, my, um, I just... No, we're on... <laughs> Underrated. You just saw. Miller Fortune. We're not even... We're liquor-free tonight. Meaning that we're just drinking beer. All right, my... This segment brought to you in part by... Miller Fortune. Miller Fortune. Fortune flavors the bowl. 6.9 alcohol That's by volume. Joke. Yeah, sorry. I just stole Adam's joke. My over-under for this week... I mean, come on, everybody knows my love affair with Aladdin. Just because, I mean, Robert Williams' performance just steals that movie. It's finally a movie that's not about some, well, it's not centered around one of the Disney princesses, even though Princess Jasmine is in the movie. Finally a Disney movie that features an Asian... <laughs> you know... You mean besides Mulan? Well, Aladdin came first, Aladdin. and then it's came Aladdin. Yeah. So, you know, kind of one of those affirmative action things where you kind of have to like it. <laughs> yeah, brilliant, brilliant performance by uh, Robin Williams. Of course, I'm going to be all about Jameson. Remember, <laughs> <laughs> just pass around the... Yeah, we just, we just busted out the Jameson, so... It's poison. Yeah. Wasn't... Uh, Robin Williams was in a movie where somebody's aging backwards, right? Mm-hmm. It was one of Jennifer, Jennifer Lopez's first movie where she's Jack. a teacher. Jack. He wasn't Jack. aging but I he think he nice. just grew yeah. old really fast. Oh, he was he, old really quick. Yeah. Or large really quick. Both. And I, yes. I don't know if it's just because Jennifer Lopez is in that movie that, you know, I just enjoyed it. Jennifer Lopez kind of... Naked and money train. Oh, uh, yeah. But I mean, she was... <laughs> Huge mindfuck moment. I didn't know Jennifer Lopez was in that movie. Money? Jack? I've watched it like four times. Money train? Money train? Or Jack? No, Jack. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. She's a teacher. School teacher. They even noticed she does nothing for me. Sorry. Which, side note, for all the guys that have schoolgirl fetishes, you can keep that shit. I'd rather fuck the teacher. So, Jennifer Lopez as a school teacher. Thank you. Or the librarian. The hot yeah. librarian. Better hair up. And... Although the librarians in my school were nuns. So that's awkward. Yeah, a little bit. So that I think that's an underrated movie too. I found that enjoyable just because oh, Bill Cosby was in that movie too, right? Wasn't he? The bullying. Yeah. Bill Cosby had a kind of fun moment when they were in the treehouse. Um, yeah, I think that's my over-under for Robin Williams movies. All right. If you guys haven't seen Adam's impersonation <laughs> Bill of Bill Cosby, fuck. I just saw it and almost pissed myself. <laughs> Right, that Miller Fortune was going to be unfortunately on my couch. And rug. Zing. Oh, corrections for last week. You know, I got into... I'm going to have to edit this. Remind, remind myself to edit this self. 
Questions for last week. I started because we were talking about Theo and the money, and that played a part, and I was looking for a drop to insert into that part where it teaches Theo about money with a Monopoly game. I think this was the pilot episode of The Cosby Show, and if you go back on YouTube and look for Theo's lesson about money, they actually said, and I think this is a correction for The Cosby Show, one, there was a totally different house. If you go back and watch it, all the cutscenes where they're, they're filming the outside of the house are the same, but the inside of the house is completely different. And two... They remodeled. Well, yeah, they remodeled. Well, okay, okay, so maybe they remodeled. But Claire Huxpital mentioned when Bill Cosby walks in the door, why do we have four kids? And Bill Cosby goes, because you didn't want to have five. But if you count the Cosby kids on the Cosby show, there actually are five kids. Yeah. Sandra wasn't featured on that episode, which might have been the pilot. Well, maybe she wasn't a kid at that point. Yeah, maybe. That could have been true. Uh, I mean, that's part of one of his jokes in Bill Cosby himself. He's like, we have four children. The reason we have four children is because we do not want five. And, you know... (laughs) Later on, a lot of that stuff goes directly into the Cosby show. But yeah, Bill Cosby's awesome. Norm just took a massive shot of Jameson in the back of his throat. And I farted. Oh, God. Not into the bottle, though. Right after that. All right. Moving on to hypothetical interviews. This hypothetical interview goes obviously out to none other than Robin Williams. So I'll start. Firstly, Robin Williams. What do you put on your arms to make the hair grow so I could put on the top of my head? <laughs> Just because that hair was thick, dude. That was like, when I was watching, what was it? Knocked up, where the guy grows the beard on. He's like, your face looks like Robin Williams' knuckles. I almost fucking <laughs> lost it. Dude, Robin Williams is so hairy that Genie was actually modeled after Dr. Manhattan. <laughs> But it came out looking looking like a dude with a fucking chin strap and a weird kind of ponytail on his head. God. There's a picture floating around of Robin Williams where he has a butterfly on his nose and he's just like holding his own arms. And it yeah. looks like he's wearing a black undershirt underneath <laughs> the shirt that he's wearing. I hope to never be that hairy in my life. But He grows the best beards ever, though. Of course. Have you seen the beards? I mean, at that point, he's shaving twice a day. It's like the Santa Claus. And one of the most iconic porn stashes I've ever seen in a movie... <laughs> In Birdcage? Oh, yeah. One of the most iconic porn stashes My I've uncle ever seen. Eddie, Omar's father, rocked a mustache like that for years. Anyway, so dude, you got dude, Ro- Robin Williams is so hairy, his fucking landing strip could land a helicarrier. <laughs> Nerd joke. You guys got any uh, hypothetical questions Nerd for, alert. Robin, for Robin Williams? Hypothetical question for Robin Williams. Hypothetical interview. A question, just like a question you, you'd want to ask him if he was here. Will you sign an autograph? That's easy. I guess, right. I guess he can't do that anymore, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's not happening. I got a hypothetical question for him. So he ended up, his third wife was his nanny, but it was also Asian. So what's it like to kill two fetishes with one stone? <laughs> Fucking awesome. I got a question. What's your favorite movie role? Out of all the different spanning characters that you ever had, what was the best? Piggyback off of that, what was the worst? Absolutely <laughs> worst. Right, what do you regret playing? What do you regret playing? Period. Do you Please. still do you still have the suspenders for Mork and Mindy? Like, was it by Centennial Man? Did you nail Mindy? Oh. Did you Mork Mindy? <laughs> you show your orc? No, 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 no. What's Christopher Reeve like? And did you ever picture yourself, well, knowing your two good friends from Juilliard, did you ever picture yourselves playing both roles of aliens with superpowers? Yeah. He's also good friends with John Belushi, which a lot of people have been talking about, the three of them not being around anymore. We might have to piss on Christopher Reeve's grave one day. That's going to be rough. Because my, my Su- Superman 4, A Quest for Peace, needs one. Quest for Peace? <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite porn parody of the movies that you made? Uh-huh. What's your favorite drink? Nice. Who would you consider your rival in terms of acting or comedy? Have you ever fucked Whoopi Goldberg? 
Has anybody ever fucked Whoopi Goldberg? Did Whoopi Goldberg ever fuck you? Whatever happened to Mindy? Did she had anything else? I don't know. That'll be correct for next week. Watch she's like, you know, my neighbor. I have no fucking idea. She's sobbing next door right now. What role do you wish you had gotten? Ah. Were you ever turned down for a role you felt that you really deserved? Who's your favorite person to work with? You worked with Al Pacino, as we mentioned, Jennifer Lopez, Matt Damon, and Ben Affleck. Worked with a lot, a lot of really good, good actors and actresses. Who's your favorite? I've seen a lot of posts about actors that hate working with each other. Mm-hmm. Who did you hate working with? Oh, another good, good question. Marlon Brando. <laughs> Who was your favorite comedian? Who did you find funny? Probably Johnny Carson, but I mean, other than Johnny Carson, who did you find hilarious? Who was your inspiration? When can you be on the show? Oh, too soon. I'm sorry. Too soon. Sorry, I had to do it. I think that's uh, I think that's good. I think that's enough questions. Was that 21 questions? I think we're at 19. I love you like a fat kid loves cake. I love cake. We got pie upstairs. Sweet potato pie and apple. I'll go with the sweet potato with some whipped cream. What? Whipped. What, what are your favorite TV shows? Ah, were, did you ever watch Taxi? Wasn't that on at the same time? Yeah. Did you absolutely hate your own TV series that just came out not so long ago? What name of that? Oh, where he played like <sighs> the father of some chick. I just saw a couple episodes and it just didn't look like he was happy at all. Well, he would. He suffered from political depression, so I don't think he was happy with anything really at that point. Well, thanks, Captain Navios. <laughs> <laughs> what were you really depressed about? You fucking Robin Williams. I mean, shit like that. I mean, depression goes pretty fucking deep. So yeah. that, that's got to be a question that has that just gives more fucking questions. Would you really go to Mrs. Doubtfire lengths to see your kids? Any of your three kids? He was doing Mrs. Doubtfire too, wasn't he? Did they already finish it? I know he's doing Mrs. Mm-hmm. Isn't it doing kind of that. hard to pull that one over on Sally Field? <laughs> I'm pretty sure they had, well, I mean... I mean, I think she even knew that, you know, at, at Andrew Garfield... Though, he had his own TV show. I, I'm, I'm almost sure that she knows Andrew Garfield is Spider-Man. She's just not saying anything. But really, like, you show up as another woman in fucking James Bond's house, he's probably banging Sally Field by now. Who's your favorite president to play, Eisenhower or Roosevelt? Did you ever push any of your kids to go into comedy as well? Ah, Zelda or Cody? I'll never forget those names for the rest of my life now. If you had another kid, what would we name him? Mario. Snake. Luigi. Yoshi. Maybe if he continued on the Asian fetish and married somebody Japanese and they'll be a little appropriate lightning fucking final fantasy he probably had to move on to the other fetish so maybe thinking might marry somebody with great feet oh, the fetish is out there librarian schoolgirl nuns nuts since we talked about all that shit alright moving on to promotions Rodney I can't believe I haven't promoted this earlier or on previous episodes it took me this long to freaking promote it I'm gonna promote my friend's bar Kaz Bar over in Berwyn on about 16th in Harlem do you rock it do they rock Kaz Bar rock the Kaz Bar no but Kaz you know Bach. meet me at the Kaz Bar on Thursday nights <laughs> where I shoot pool yeah. uh, my friend uh, Brian Kazmar he owns the bar there uh, shoot pool maybe every other Thursday give or take depending on what team we're playing you find me there on Thursdays great for those of you living in Berwyn I know there's a number of you out there Berwyn Shout out to Omar and Angel. <laughs> if you need a neighborhood bar to hang out with... Hold on, with... shout out to Mari, too. He's out there. Shout out to Mari. She moves to Berwyn. So if you guys need a good neighborhood bar to come to, Kaz Bar is a really great bar, affordable drinks, good times, great jukebox, six-foot bar banger table. Great to watch Bears games in. Big Bears community over at Kaz Bar, they're pro Bears. It better be shit. Yeah. Just east of Harlem on 16th, right behind the Lucky Dog. Not far from uh, North Riverside Mall. Walking distance for most of the Berwynites. Yeah, good place. Support your local businesses, support your local bars. Uh, come your local podcasts. Your local podcasts. Find me there Thursday nights. If you're in Ghana, it's not local, but support them anyway. Yeah. <laughs> 
If you ever come in town from Wichita, Kansas, come out to Berwyn, Illinois, uh, Stone's Throw Away from Chicago. Same thing with Buenos Aires. Great local bar. And India. And India. Chennai, India. Shout out to Red Novella. I don't know if they have any shows playing soon, but they've been on a couple radio stations lately. Waiting on Big Show to be officially announced before we can let you in all it, but we can tell you. Keep Saturday, August the 30th open. They will be playing with some amazing bands. That'll be our first Chicago show in six months. My bets on House of Blues. Oh. They've, um, nice venue. They've yeah. done House of Blues a couple times. <clears throat> uh, they've opened for My Chem. Actually, I don't know if it's Starter Kit or Red Novella that opened open up for My Chemical Romance at House of Blues Chicago. But they've got a big show. August 30th. Keep the date open. We've got a big show announcement coming up. And they've also been on... Oh, shit, my Facebook's not working. Another big fuck you to Comcast. Another big fuck you to Comcast Internet. Uh, go fuck yourselves. It's not the Internet. It's a computer. Yes. And on that note, I'd like to get a promotion to ProjectTex.com. If you need anything worked on with your computer, viruses, it's running too damn slow. We have three locations. We just opened our, our third in Schaumburg. Schaumburg. We, we have one in downtown Chicago and another one in Evanston, Illinois. you need anything worked on with your computer or laptop or just want to say hi to me, you can go ahead and stop by one of the offices. We actually have an Amazon deal running now, which you can have your computer cleaned up of viruses and all sorts of other craziness that's on there, mainly of porn. But it's not, again, the it's prodigytext.com and hit up the owner. His name is Paco. Really good guy. Went to high school with him. And he's actually really doing really well. Really well. What about the DJing and tattooing? A-list DJs, if you're getting married or throwing a party, thank you, Adam. <laughs> Love this guy. Motherfucker has like six endeavors going on and I gotta remind him of this. Yes, this is true. So, A-list DJs, if you have a wedding or party or quinceañera or anything going on, go ahead and go to www.alistdjs.com. The boss's name is John. Real good guy. He'll take care of you on prices if you say that Norman sent you. And I do tattoos, so... Hit up the page if you want to hit me up. I'm close friends with Adam. We actually share birthdays. Yeah. I mean, not the year. He's a lot older than me. That's why he's lost well, all his what hair. What am I, like two but years older than you? Whatever. Is I, have it more, two? I have more hair. Is it two? It is two. 86. Fuck. Young blood. Whatever. When you hit 30, it's all going to go, bro. It's actually yeah. my nickname in college. Not what? appropriate now. Young 30? What? Young blood. Young blood. <laughs> I really want to know the backstory to that. Yeah, it's fraternity thing. No, I don't want to know the story. <laughs> well, he's wearing a red shirt, so there it is. True. He actually stole my Iron Man thing theme I was going to wear tonight, but whatever. I'll go with it. And other than that, again, MVP Productions. Thank you again. By the way, he does a really good tattoo. He did my Sinestro Core Lantern tattoo. And I'm just uh, waiting for him to get the balls to get another one well we gotta do a touch up on this one too we'll do a touch up and then I'll touch him <laughs> up and then we'll do another tattoo let's do it now fuck it I'm, I'm nice and drunk let's do it now we'll right. do it live fuck it Ronnie's getting a Filipino Dude, tattoo be... on his forehead hold on next time we're gonna have him back and he's gonna do a tattoo while I'm doing the podcast just... and then when the thing happens and the thing I'm gonna be all fucked up you heard that we will do a live tattoo on Adam <laughs> himself I don't know if we could do it cause you'll hear the We'll put a glass barrier so you can't really hear it. <laughs> and give you a mic. See, I'll get the boom mic for you. Don't worry about okay. it. Okay, we'll talk we'll about it. I think if I was going to get a lantern tattoo, I'm kind of curious to see how David might feel about this. I would get a red lantern tattoo. Oh, man, he would punch you in the face because he's dying to get one, I think. A red lantern tattoo? Yeah, that's his favorite. Yeah, I'm a big Razor fan. Oh, jeez. Razor doesn't... He's, half the time, he's not even rageful. Half the time, I'm not even rageful. I know, but... If I were to get another lantern tattoo, it would be blue for hope. But who told you not to get that one? Ethan Van Skyver, the artist for the Green Lantern series. Which, he didn't say not to get. He's like, if you're going to get one, get the yellow one, the Sinestro Core one. He's like, but the blue one 
isn't bad. But I'm very hopeful. I'm a hopeful person. I haven't person. heard you guys talk about Kevin Smith at all. I love you, Kevin Smith. Not going to lie. Heard about four podcasts. Heard his name like 17 times. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually looked him up and saw that he named his daughter Harley Quinn. Thought that was the aw- most awesome thing I've ever fucking heard in my life. Until oh, I found yes. out that he named his son Jason. And then I heard his name son Jason and everything changed. <laughs> But one of our primary directives is to be able to get onto. I'm going to release that. One of our primary directives, just like Robocop, is trying to get on one of the Kevin Smith's podcasts. Probably Fat Man on Batman. <laughs> That'll be awesome. Yeah. He's a podcast fan. Kevin Smith is the inspiration for our podcast, Um That Just Happened. If there was no Um That Just Happened, and, or if there was no Hollywood Babylon, or. Yeah, I'm into two middle, middle or fortunes. If, right if it weren't for the Smodcast Network, there wouldn't be a UTJH network, which well, is so far one podcast. Whatever I can do to help that out, I will stalk Kevin Smith himself. Uh, also, shout out to promote You're Gonna Get a Disease. Just listen to a couple of those, or one of those podcasts so far. I'm, I'm working on the, on the next one. Very, very funny. If you like our podcast, but you want some more political spin behind it or, or you just want to hear a Jonah story of the week Jonah story oh of the week my is God. probably my, my favorite segment on that podcast I want to meet this kid like I know Nick and I you know I don't know Luke but they, have, they seem to have a great dynamic and he could tear up my house if he's as lively as they say that he is when he's drunk we're looking to do a crossover episode we're going to have to figure that out because they're in Joliet and we're south side Chicago gotta Joliet figure, like, Joliet uh, didn't I say the last time like you Tuesday. say Joliet like you're going to say front room Ronnie I must say as a guest you have one of the the most amazing radio voices ever. Oh, thank you. you know, my mom always told me I had a face for radio. That's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> Moving on to Adam. I do not have a good radio voice. No, you just sound like Barry White. You gave me a boner half of the fucking show. FYI. I had a woman that I work with. Also get a boner? That just met me. Where I was holding a door before she walked by. She's like, oh, thank you. I was like, you're welcome. She's like, oh my God, is that your actual voice? Like, yeah. Because I'm a skinny guy. I'm like 160 pounds soaking wet. About six feet tall. And there's no, like, if you were to see me and Rodney, you would assume that he's the one with my voice. Because. Yeah, I kind of have a high-pitched voice for my size. I wouldn't even say that. That, but just my voice doesn't match me whatsoever. But yeah, I don't mind. You have a great diaphragm. I do. It resonates very well. Alright. Oh, uh, 103.9, The Fox. Um, I'm going to promote The Garage Show. I don't know if Red Novella is going to be on there, but I'm just going to re- promote The Garage Show just because Red Novella's been on that show. So support your local artists. Support your local businesses. Support aliminsurance.com if you need home insurance, auto insurance, life insurance. They can do all kinds of insurance. Insurance. And support this show because these guys are fucking awesome. <laughs> Support the show. Hit us up on Facebook. Thank you again, Norman, for getting all those fans on Facebook. Like our page, hashtag UTJH. Find us on iTunes. Find us on SoundCloud. The nice benefit of SoundCloud is I actually get to see who you are, who you download, where you're from. But I still love Podomatic because we get geography stats, what episodes are highly rated than others. I think people do like the cooked version when we we posted episode 13. Cooked is almost four times as much downloaded than raw. So I'm going to keep doing the drops. And You know, guys, these comments, these likes, all these little things that you can do for us if you listen to the show at all you know it doesn't cost you any money just find us on facebook hit the like leave us a comment if you want to be on the show hit up adam yeah a lot of objections i get even from our wives from the show oh we don't know anything about comics we don't know enough about movies everybody's got to fuck you come on that's got to be everybody's segment everybody's got to um i just saw that come be on the show cost you a case of beer yeah six pack of beer also ladies if this show and the comic cliff notes isn't enough to keep you listening. If you go to our Facebook page, you might be able to find Norman on there because Lord knows there aren't enough Normans. And he takes about 95% of his pictures, no shirt on. True story. I'm actually not wearing a shirt now. <laughs>
Yeah. But yeah, it's gotten out of hand, and we're going to have a nice little conversation while you guys are no longer with us. So Give us some feedback. What are your hypothetical questions for Robin Woods? Who do you want to hypothetically interview? We'll have him on the show. doesn't cost us anything because it's a hypothetical interview. Also, we might start taking pictures and, who knows, maybe a video here or two about us doing an actual podcast and post it onto YouTube. I was thinking about doing that, so yeah, look, jump on that. Look for us on YouTube. I'm thinking about posting some sound clips, some links for you guys to click. Because it can be monetized and Lord knows we can all use some money. Not that we're looking to do this for a business. We do this for fun. We do this for, for you guys. We do this for the audience. We yeah, do this we might for get better sound quality and stuff like that. And uh, microphones, headphones, shit like that. Yeah, there's equipment. Stuff that'll help us help you. Help me help you. There's equipment that, you know, we could use. We could buy. We can, you know, upgrade the show. Make some upgrades. We can get some t-shirts. We can get some QR codes that we can pass around to help promote the show. We get some fucking plane tickets. So fucking fly out to Wichita and shit like that. That. We can get some swag for all the people who call in during the show. Yeah. Sweet Wichita. Maybe we could book a venue where we could do a show live. Get enough people to show up. Yeah. So um, hit the like button on our Facebook page. Hashtag UTJH. Find us on iTunes. SoundCloud.com or Podomatic.com. Thank you guys for having me on. Adam, Rodney, you guys are fucking amazing. Awesome. I've heard a lot of the podcasts and it's really funny shit. And I've had people that I work with listen in with <laughs> me and just start laughing their asses off while, during work. And you guys are doing a great job. Oh, thank you for we appreciate all kind of comers, newcomers, old comers, any kind of comers. I come all the time, so yeah. fuck it. We appreciate. <laughs> Shout out to all the servicemen. Um, we've said a couple times on the podcast, it's not just seamen we appreciate on this podcast. Shout out to army men, <laughs> marines, air force, airmen. Support your country, support your local artists, support your podcast. Um, you guys got anything else to close out show? Any kind of promotions? I think that's it. I have a final thought posted by Zelda Williams in terms of, to kind of wrap up the Robin Williams edition of Um That Just Happened. She posted a comment publicly I don't know if it was on Twitter or maybe on Facebook. And I quote, To those he touched who are sending kind words, know that one of his favorite things in the world was to make you all laugh. As for those who are sending negativity, know that some small giggling part of him is sending a flock of pigeons to your house to poop on your car. (laughs) Right after you had it washed. After all, he loved to laugh too. So God bless Robin Williams. Sorry about, you know, your untimely demise at your own hands. But you've touched all of us in a very special way and not in that kind of creepy... Uh, Michael Jackson way. Although yeah. he although he could allegedly, allegedly, that too. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> but um, it's really a great episode. Thank, thank you, Norman. Thank for being here. Thank you guys for having me. Joining us. And thank you all for listening. Listen to our future podcast. And we're going to call that a show. Yeah. So signing off, I'm Rodney Sinio. Um, I'm Adam Flores. And I am Storm and Norman Perez. Does any does a lot of people use that Storm and Norman? Everybody who's this is true. Well, it's because the whole Storm, Storm Norman Schwarzkopf kind of thing. But you're Storm, Storm and I think I was the first one that started calling you that shit. Storm this is true, and it just stuck. So <laughs> I'm gonna sign off with that. Right, this okay. is slim over here. All right, and um, that just happened.
Price is right, Jingle? 